Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the White Tail Legacy Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Being bucked back here a bunch of times, so good chance to see it on him. Meh. Smoking. I think he just crashed right <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. That's at eight. That's at eight. <laughs> Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and it is the episode of the announcement of the season series. Um, if you've been with the podcast for very many years, you know that we had started doing season series during the actual hunting season. This is for two reasons. One is it allows me to actually hunt instead of record podcasts, upload, edit, do all that. I get all that done, all the cover arts made. Everything's scheduled to upload, and if I have a free moment, I try to go hunting or scouting to be able to kill. 
Um, secondly, these guests that we have on, they don't want to come on a podcast during this time of year. They're trying to kill just as much as you are and, and I am. So it's really hard to line these guys up during the season to talk about what they have going on. So what I did is I lined up a whole bunch of people that I really expect, respect, um, that are out there getting it done. Um, and I created this series for you guys, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get into the details of the season series, um, we're going to get into the people that make this possible. We're going to start off with Exodus Outdoor Gear. Um, if you're new to Exodus, um, they got the Exodus Render, the best sell cam on the market, guys, with that five-year no BS warranty with theft and damage coverage. Literally cannot beat that pairing of the best trail cam, cell cam out and the five-year warranty that is unbeatable in the industry. They also launched their brand-new MMT arrows, and I've been shooting these arrows all summer, dialed them in. Uh, they're a very flat shooting arrow. They're custom-built for your bow setup, um, and I'm really enjoying these. I've never had a custom-built arrow, and I've never had something fly so straight out of my bow and give me as tight as group as these arrows are giving me. So really impressed with them. If you guys are in the market for a new cell cam right now on their website they have some smoking hot deals on the render um, they're not going to last though so if you're in the market get on there and snag one of those and get the best uh, trail cam on the market along with that warranty secondly afflictor broadheads quick shout out for them i'll be shooting the k2 fixed blade this year i'm excited to see what it do from deer shout out to cam from exodus he already sent an afflictor through a buck out and uh an absolute velvet stud so if you haven't seen that, check out Cam um, from Exodus there. He killed a great buck with it already. 330archery.com. Tony, if you need anything for your bowstring, Tony, get you straightened out over there at 330archery.com. And right on optics. If you're in the market for any optics, um, anything you need from uh, spotting scopes to binos to muzzleloader scopes, rifle scopes, they got you. That's right on optics.com. All right, guys, so let's get into the, the, the episode here. So, the season series. The name is the next seven days. So during the off season, I was thinking about what could we do? What could I bring to the table for you guys, the listeners, that would give you a lot of value during hunting season? Um, last year, as a lot of you know, we did the one that got away series. That was more of a storytelling series where we talked to guests about a buck that they didn't get it done on. I really enjoyed that series. We got a ton of messages about it. Um, but I wanted to bring something more tactic-driven um, to hopefully help some more people kill bucks during the season because that's really the goal that you're listening to this podcast for. You're trying to get some entertainment out of it, but you're also trying to maybe pick pick up a small tidbit uh, tip somewhere to make you your more season more successful. So the next seven days... Um, what it is, is it's a series of hunters that I selected personally that I think have some of the best track re records in the seven days of the season. So these guys have multiple kills within these seven days, or very close to them, um, all very successful in this time of the year. And this is kind of the time of the year that they target, that they're most comfortable in. Um, and what it is, is it runs from Wednesday to Wednesday. So when I release the episode on Wednesday... That episode is going to be covering the next seven days of season. So the first episode is going to be released September 14th, and that's Jake Bush. He's going to cover 
the 14th to the 21st, and he's going to talk about all kinds of different tactics during that time of year, what he's doing to be able to get on these these deer year after year. Um, tactics like what are the deer doing this time of year, um, some weather topics, food sources, um, sign, uh, what is your perfect setup, throw a fun, couple fun would-you-rathers in there to kind of loosen it up and make it light. But there's a lot of information in these, and they're very, very short, guys. I try to keep these 30, 40 minutes max um, to make them very digestible. You're driving to the tree stand. You got 25 minutes to listen to an episode. You pop it on, and you can listen to Hunting with Jake Bush for the next seven days, um, and so on and so forth. I have a whole list of guests that I have on. I have two more episodes that I need to record. Been I, I want two certain people on these areas, and have been hard to line them out. Um, one is traveling hunting a bunch, and the other one is doing the same. He actually went to Africa recently um, and hunted. So I've been trying to get them lined up to come on and knock out those two final episodes. But that is the season series, the next seven days. Um Justin Hollinsworth, he's got September 28th through October 5th. That guy has killed, I think, five or six bucks during that time period. Um, a lot during the same thing, some doing different things. But we go over, hey, what are the bucks doing this time of year? How are you hunting them? You know, are you watching the weather fronts? Are you are you, are you worried about scrapes at all? Um, he, and he goes in-depth in all these topics. So all these answers that you have in your mind as you're going out to hunt, Man, should I hunt the food chores? Should I hunt the acorns? Should I hunt the green fields? Should I hunt the scrape? Um, what should I do during this time? Justin Hollinsworth is going to lay out how he's been so successful in those seven days. So that's going to release on the 28th of September, and that's going to go all the way to the 5th of October, and so on and so forth throughout the whole entire season, all the way to the Heath Cisco on the 23rd. That is the late season king. So that's going to take us all the way to the end of November, guys. We have a whole bunch of guests in between there. Um, and I'm really excited to bring this season to you. It's something that I've been working on. Very few people know that I've been doing it. But uh, it's the next seven days. And I hope this se- this season series helps somebody be more successful. You listen to this episode on the way to hunt, and maybe you change your mindset about something, and you're like, hell, I'm going to try this. And then you end up killing your biggest buck to date. That's if one person does that during this season series, that is a success for me. I learn a lot during this season series. I know you guys are going to learn a lot, and uh, I can't relate. I can't wait to release all these episodes. I got them all stored up, and uh, they're already edited. Just got to throw the intro on them and uh, send them out for you guys. So that is the season series uh, in a nutshell. The next seven days of hunting. Um, what can you do to have the best odds and what have these guys done to be so successful during that time? Um, uh, Moose, uh, Ryan Glitzky, he covers from November 2nd to November 9th. Um, he's a rut hunter. That's his specialty. He understands that time frame very well. He's been very successful in multiple states during that time frame. So we run down rut hunting in that week. Um, you know, Justin Hollinsworth, we, that early October that everybody struggles with, we run down that time. Clint Campbell, October 12th through the 19th, that's another struggle bus. Scott Buckley, October 19th to the 26th. Um, Josh Prophet, October 26th to November 2nd, he's a rut hunter. Scott Buckley has a lot of success during that um, muzzleloader season during that time frame that in, uh, in Iowa. 
Um, Clint McCoy, my boy up in here in Illinois, he covers the 16th to the 23rd. That's when a lot of gun seasons in Illinois and, and uh, you know, in Missouri, and they're starting to open up. So we cover that. Um, just a lot of really good killers, whitetail killers, and they cover what they they feel like is their if they're going to kill a buck, this is the week that they're going to kill it. That's when they have the best chance, and and that's what they cover during this series. So I'm really happy with the way it turned out, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but that that's it, man. That's the season series. Um, that's what's going to be brought to the table week by week. Like I said, they were releasing Wednesday to Wednesday, and uh, that that's it, man. So... I wanted to throw that on the first, kind of get that out there for you guys to really um, be excited about this coming out. If you could share this with a friend, I worked on this this series really hard. Share it with a friend. Um, if you if you're enjoying the series, message me. Let me know what you think. Um, this might be something that I do in the future, but uh, I really I really like getting this content, and I've I've got to listen it all. And like I said, I've learned so much, and there's certain parts of the year that I'm going to utilize a lot of the stuff that he said. So I know it's going to impact some people out there. So if you could share this with your friends, share it on social media, however you want to do it, help me out, um, reach some people, and let's help some people improve their season this year by listening to this series. Um, but getting into what I got going on right now, guys. So it as I record this, it's September 6th at 11.19 p.m., <laughs> So it's almost September 7th. So a lot of stuff can change from now till me until October 1st. Um, like I said, I don't get, Illinois don't get to start until October 1st. I'm thinking about going to Missouri, possibly. I'm not 100% sure. I got a lot of stuff going up, um, going on with, uh, I was going to go the 15th of September, but I got a lot of football games and stuff going on that time. So not going to be able to make that happen. But um, I wanted to get into what I have going on on my public pieces and my private pieces to kind of let you know how my season series, my season is going to go. Um, when these are episodes are dropping, you might not hear an update from me for a while. If I do kill, I'll probably come on here and do an update. But when I do my rutcation this year, taking October 31st to the 14th up, um, by popular demand, I'm bringing back the no picnic series where I release a podcast every day talking about what I what I did, what I countered, how I set up, how the hunt is going from the day before. So from the 31st of October to the 14th of November, you're going to hear my voice every day. I'm going to release in and upload an episode, and I'm going to be out there hunting. Um, hopefully, like I said, I can, um, I'm going to call it buck out or bust instead of no picnic this time. Excuse me, um, buck out or bust. So that's going to be a second series that's going on where you guys will get to hear from me during the season, and I'll let you know what I got going on. But until then, I'll get you caught up. So plans for the public. Um, I'm on three different pieces of public. Two of them I have not went and pulled cams on. I have no idea what's going on there. I'm just kind of waiting. But the main piece of public, PT, physical therapy, is alive, and he's in there. I got velvet pics of him. He's giant. Um, there is so much pressure on that ground. It's incredible this year. A lot of people in there, um, a lot of people I know are have moved in there, um, which I don't blame them. There's big deer in there, so it's not my ground to hold them back, so um, go after it. But, yeah, I'm on PT. 
um, fairly well. I know where he's at. I'm on his October range, and I'm definitely on his late season range. Um, he is a traveler, so killing him could be pretty hard, but I am going to dictate this. I'm not I'm going to try to shoot two giants this year if I do kill two bucks. I'm cool with killing one buck, though. We are two-buck state, but uh, I'm going to hold out. I have certain bucks in mind that I want to kill, and unless something random shows up, um, this is what I'm I'm going to be going with. So PT is obviously my number one. Got sheds off of him. Um, he's going to be a, a, a legendary deer, um, and he's in a very hard place to hunt. That's why his name's Physical Therapy, because after that 15 days of uh, – the uh, buck out or bust series, I'm going to need some physical therapy to get back to uh, my, my normal state, <laughs> mental and physical. <laughs> but he's out there. He's alive. He's kicking. Um, he's huge and uh, excited to get some more pictures of him. I have not pulled those cams for a while. So I do have some mobiles in his fall scrape range, but I don't seem, I don't think they're pick up till 18th of October unless we get a cold front in there. After that, I'll be looking to get him in there. Um, but moving on the new private, I got a buck. I'm going to call Bruno. Um, cause we don't talk about Bruno. I'm sure all of you guys that have kids have seen that movie. And I told my kids, I showed them a picture and I said, we don't talk about Bruno. And they thought it was funny, but I ha I got a picture of an absolute mega giant, just huge, a lot of stuff going on really really big lot of points deer um and he's just traveling through shed velvet i don't know if it's going to be one that's going to be stuck around but you know it was during that time period where bill winky and a lot of people say hey if this buck kind of travels up here during this time frame he's going to come back and that's going to be his fall range he's taking his detour um and kind of bumping an area that he's going to be during his fall range so really excited to see if this deer comes back in the area I do have some um, Exodus cams out there on video mode that he could be on. I don't know. So I'm just really jacked to to see that is a, a once-in-a-lifetime deer as well. Um, a lot of stuff going on, giant frame, a lot of points. Really excited about that. So breakdown for the new, the new private piece. This is a permission piece. I asked this guy for seven years if I could hunt there. He allowed me to turkey hunt a little bit, and then he said this year, he said, you know what, you can just go ahead and go out there and hunt. Um, was blown away. He actually came to me and asked if I was looking for an area, and I said, I'm always looking for somewhere to go. And he said, yep, you go ahead and go, free range. I want you to kill a couple does. Um, and other than that, um, you can have at it. I've kind of lost some of my hunters, and I need some does killed. I said, I am your man. Um, he also has a very bad coon problem, so I'm hoping to eliminate some of those with the, the boys um, this season as well. But it is actually four pieces that are kind of spread out and then one that's farther away. So it's actually five pieces. Um, a lot of ag and some timber. Um, total timber, maybe 60 acres, but it's connected to a lot of really big stuff. Um, a lot of good draws. A lot of good just Midwestern, you know, creek draws and fingers that go out the field and a little bit of CRP and... Just just good whitetail habitat. Got some oaks on it. I'm excited to hunt. I did find a very good scrape um, scrape area where some bucks are bedded and got some really awesome videos of bucks hitting scrapes here um, in uh, late August. So he, I know that there's good deer in the area right now. There's one 
Buck, there's a nine-pointer that is pretty regular that he'll be right on the edge. Um, but I've got so many other bucks in mind that I do not want to – I don't want to waste a tag early on an okay deer. I'd rather eat tag soup for one and be able to hunt all the way into late season on a couple giants. So there's that cricket, man. Oh, man, that cricket. I eliminated him earlier, but he came back for round two. Uh, but anyways – the uh, the new the new private is really good. I'm very blessed to be able to hunt that area, uh, let alone every area that he has. So there is one other guy out there that does hunt. I don't know how much he hunts. I have I've seen some stands and stuff, but um, I'm so used to pressure that I haven't seen any cams or anything like that other than mine. I did end up scouting the whole entire piece. Um, there is one hay field uh alfalfa field that i have not scouted very few trees on it it's going to be a ground mission if there's a giant on it but that's something that right before season i'm going to glass see if there's anything out there run a mobile in there and see if there's anything that i can get on hopefully there's a scrape open up on the edge of alfalfa i'll be able to get on it and uh make a move on a deer if there is a deer there hang on one second i'm going to eliminate this cricket and come right back all right well 10 minutes later eliminated the problem like I said, I'm trying to get this quality supreme for you guys, and that damn cricket in the background, I can hear it in my headphones. So I know you're you're going to be driving in your truck saying, is there a cricket in my truck, or has this guy got a cricket just hanging out on the other mic with him? So, But anyways, yeah, new private, the, the, the alfalfa field, that is one of the pieces that I have no clue about. Haven't scouted it. Been trying to keep the pressure off of it and hoping early season maybe something slips out there. Have drove by it a couple times waiting for them to pick it. Uh, or cut it, I guess, cut it and bail it, not pick it, but cut it and bail it and uh, make a move in there and see kind of what I got going on. But like I said, very there is timber to the south of it, but I I could I could see a giant held up in there using that uh, alfalfa field. So excited to see that, but that is the new private uh, breakdown. It will be great late season. I have all the food around and there's a lot of timber that's around it, and I have all the food. So I'm really excited for late season on it. That's why I don't want to buck out early unless it's two really, really solid deer because I think my late season, gun season, muzzleloader season could be very, very phenomenal um, there. Also, it is a lot of standing corn this year, um, almost all of it. So I'm interested to see after they pick that corn, what changes. Hopefully these deer are a lot in the timber a lot more, more active on cam, and uh, that always helps. But there's a good buffer be between the timber and the corn, and that's always just death to big deer when there's that buffer, that standing corn's there, and you can get in between the timber and that standing corn. They feel so safe right there. Um, so they can come out of the corn, they can come out of the timber. You never know. So... Uh, I'm probably going to throw some early hunts in there. It sets well, a couple of it sets well up for a south wind. I do have three regular cams out there on one piece and two on the other that I have not pulled, not including the mobile. So there could be something messing around, but I'm going to give them another probably two and a half weeks, pull it, and then stay out of there that last week of uh, September there and try to that first hunt to be very, very fresh. Um, going into. Boonertown, if you follow the podcast, you know Boonertown very well. We talked about it a hundred times on here. Um, I got two plots there. I got a chicory plot up top. It's not doing very well. It's very, very poor this year. Um, the the brassicas 
rate plot. It is doing phenomenal. That's down in the bottom. Um, that's where homie missed Buzz. Um, Buzz Lightyear last year down there. So I got Chips and Dip is there. Chips and Dip is very good looking deer. Um, a lot of points. Man, he if I could pass him one more year, he would he could be an absolute legendary deer. Um I'm really hoping I kill something very solid before I get an opportunity at him and I give him the chance to walk. But if if I don't give him the if I don't I haven't killed anything, uh he definitely will will take an arrow. Very cool deer. Um lots of character, split three, split brows. Um, really good deer and Buzz Lightyear. Like I said, I'm waiting for his return. He shows up in October. That's the buck that homie missed last year. He was in the fifties, really good deer, big base kickers, um, split, uh, split three, uh, big curling beams, good brows. And he was hot and heavy on that brassica plot late season. Um, so I did find a shed from chips and dip the last year. Um, he grew a lot, but he does not have a lot of mass. He looks like a really, really good three-year-old to me. Um, so I don't know. It'd be hard. It'd be hard. But that's Boonertown in a nutshell. There's always some random giant that comes through there. It's always a good place to hunt early on that Braska plot. There's a, a scrape tree, just a natural scrape tree out there, kind of in the middle of that plot that we've uh, made. And, man, they hammer it that uh, that last week of September – and then from the 1st to the 5th of October, there will be a shooter buck daylight on that scrape tree on one of those five days. Um, it's been like that the last three years. So that is something that's in the mind bank. Um, I will be in there poking around those five days, one of them when I got the right wind, um, just to see if I can catch one. Of the, there, There's no pattern to it. It's just one of those first five days that there'll be one in there. So the brassica plot down at the bottom on the scrape tree is doing very, very well. Um, I got to that late in the year and didn't think it was going to do very well, but it's it's turned a corner and looking really, really solid. Um, I do have stands set up there um, on the on both plots. I also have one kind of on a, a stand if I can't get to it early. Chips and Dip is kind of showing me where he's bedding on my trail cam when he is hitting it. I mean, he's hitting it in the morning, coming out, and then he's going right back in. So I may throw a set into a little bitty tiny woodlot um, there that's surrounded by beans. Uh, try to get on, push up on the edge of it, and set up not on that, not on that plot, but in between that plot and that uh, in that bean field um, where I think he's bedding. I've, we, I've uh, Sunshine, a buck that homie killed, I passed going right into that budding area on a cold front in October coming in late to bed. Um, and I believe that Chips and Dip is bedding right there close to where he was um, by what I got. So he'll be, like I said, he'll be a hard one to pass, but I, I need to get an eyeball on him and see what, what I got to work with. Most of my efforts on PT, of course, and then any other giant that shows up. And then Bruno, if Bruno comes back and he's regular i might not hunt pt as hard and i might focus on bruno he's on private it would be much easier to kill that deer um i mean i don't know a lot about that deer but pt is a roamer on public and uh you could waste your whole year on that deer and someone else could kill him at least bruno i know he has a big area that he's got to cover to get into in range of someone else hunting out there so 
I might focus a lot of efforts on him, pull some assets off PTs and trail cams and move them over there. I do, like I said, I do have four red cams on PT right now um, that I have not pulled for three, two and a half weeks. So I might have a lot more intel on him there. Um, so I'm looking forward to pulling those. Like I said, I'll probably pull those the week before season. Um, moving on to the urban hood piece is what I call it. Um, I'm in a town, urban, kind of in the hoodie part of it. And uh, a couple bucks I'm really interested in there. Trailer Park, that deer daylighted a bunch last year. Homie, I actually almost shot him in November. Um, then he daylighted a bunch late season. Really cool deer, probably in the 50s last year. I'm really excited to see what he's doing. And Tupac, he is a triple main bean buck that was in there. Um, really good looking deer. And there's also Kevin Gates, his brother, looks exactly like him. And they're hot and heavy on that scrape last year. Um, I did go in there and kind of that opening that I killed Kevin Gates off of where that scrape is. I did go in there and uh, spray that and plant a food plot in there. I do have a permanent stand hung in there, so I won't have to go close to that bedding and hang a stand now. And I have the best access trail I've ever had where I cut brush all the way pretty much back to the road um, where I can slip in there very, very quiet. Um, that was a challenge getting close to that doe bedding was bumping those does that were in there while we were hanging the set. So now we don't have to worry about that. The food plot's there. I got a stand hung on the ridge on the other side where we got we got pictures of Tupac and um, Trailer Park. So be interested to see. I do not have a cam there. I am going to go put two. That's my last two cams I got to get out. I'm going to go put two cams there, hopefully tomorrow. Um, I'm going to take the boys dove hunting once again. Um, but maybe right after I get off work, I'll swing out there and, and hang those two cams. If not, I'll get them up within the next couple of days. But uh, that's a that's a recap of what I have going on right now. Um, I've got a lot of big deer on camera this year, probably more inches than I've ever had um, at this time of year. But nothing's really showing full colors of, hey, I'm I'm in here. I'm regular. I have a lot of three year old bucks that are regular, and I have some spots that I have cams that I know a giant's going to be on later on in the year um just waiting for that shift to completely return and like i said um we're gonna test the theory that bill winky and a lot of other people say when they make that switch through uh, through somewhere and you catch a glimpse of a buck during that august middle august time period and uh, hopefully that holds true and uh bruno comes back and uh we get to we get to get him on the ground because you guys will be blown away by that deer if I kill PT or Bruno, you guys would be blown away how big these deer are. They're uh, they're absolute giants. So nothing more motivating to have a couple absolute legendary deer to chase. Um, but in a nutshell, guys, I hope you enjoy the season series that I got lined up for you. I put a lot of work into it. I still have a couple more episodes to record when I can line these guests up. But they'll be recorded and uh, be ready to release for you guys 100%. 90% of it is done, edited, cover art, everything's done and ready to rip for you guys. So like I said earlier, if you could um, share this episode, share it with a friend, let them know this season series is coming. And I hope that we can really make an impact in some hunters out there and make them have a really successful season. Um, 
If you could leave a review on this podcast, let me know how I'm doing anywhere you are. iTunes, uh, Spotify, that would be greatly appreciated. And uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you tuning all the way to the end and giving me the support um, week after week on this podcast. Um, like I said, I, I apologize for the, the uh, sound quality last week. I was struggling through that with that inverter, but we got through it together. And now we're back on the good, good. Um, like always, try to leave a legacy. Try to do the right thing. And Whitetail Legacy is out until we're coming in next Wednesday with the start of the season series at 11 a.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Love you guys. Whitetail Legacy out. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.